Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Make It Happen Today with Claire and Lisa. This week we're going to talk about the realities of imposter syndrome and how common it is among us. We'll also explore how self-doubt and self-sabotage is prevalent in our lives and where we've recognised this happening to ourselves and how maybe this is something that happens in your life as well and we'll give you some tips and and advice on on kind of how we've overcome this and hopefully it will help in your life as well um so firstly imposter syndrome this is where you believe that you're not as competent as others perceive you to be now i think this is uh at some point we all suffer from this it's um for me, I have this more in business. So I I have a, an example where I was asked to go to Marbella, luckily, and um, it was with all of the top clients in the industry and they wanted me to moderate a panel. And I don't do public speaking. Um, and also I had never met the people on the panel before, so I didn't know their history in business, anything like that. So I met them 15 minutes before I had to moderate the panel and I had this huge fear that I just was an imposter, that it was, everyone was, I'm going to stand on the stage and everyone is going to think this girl does not know what she's doing. This girl is fake. She doesn't know anything. Um, And the reality was, I, you know, I had sweaty palms. I was fully sweating Thank God I was standing behind a podium because my knees were knocking together and I was terrified. Um, Not because I didn't, the reality was I knew what I was talking about, but it was, for me, it was also, it was the fear of public speaking, which is, was new to me at the time as well. But I got recommended to be the moderator. I got recommended by a friend the the organizers looked at my background. They looked at my experience. Um, and they recognized something in me that I had a fear of myself. So uh, this is where I felt like an imposter, but the reality was I got recommended to, to, for the job and the organizers believed that I was good enough for the job. And once I got off the stage, the organizers, my friend and a couple of other people told me I did and a really great job. So it was my own doubt that was causing me that fear it wasn't um and actually that fear nearly stopped me taking that um that gig and nearly stopped me going to Marbella on an all-paid kind of trip which was which would have been a shame yeah I mean fear plays a big part I think in a lot of us uh just in life generally let alone when you're having to do something like that where it's a public speaking event and Mm. Yeah, I, I have managed to avoid anything in terms of public speaking in my work environment because I always make an excuse not to do it. And probably for the same reason in that I don't believe in myself. And, and as you said, Claire, you know, so many people believed in you. You had so much praise afterwards. People put you up there because they value your contribution your experience and what you have to say and it's the same with me and and it's only now that I start to listen to that positive feedback and appreciate it and accept it because that's what I'm very good at not accepting praise where it's due and yeah I've been asked a few times to lead 
talks or presentations at work as part of my annual appraisal. And I've quite often said, nah, I'd rather not, because I'm very good in a small environment, a one-to-one, small groups of people. Anything larger than that, I think I'm exactly like what you just described, Claire, in that I feel like I would come across like I don't know what I'm talking about. Even though I've been doing the job for 20 years, I I still feel like people would think I don't know what I'm talking about. And I do know what I'm talking about. There's just something about, I think, when you put yourself out there, and it doesn't always have to be public speaking. It could be something else at work or even in your life in generally, where you just all of a sudden clam up and think, oh, my God, like, I just feel like a complete imposter right now. And it's yeah. it's really scary. And it is fear. It's all driven by fear and these self-doubts and our inner critics and, and all of that stuff. Um, when I was looking a little bit before we were going to talk about this topic today, I did a bit of research and it did say that there's an estimated 70 people Seven, sorry, 70% of people that will experience imposter syndrome at some point in their lives. Mm. So I feel like this is actually quite common, but we don't necessarily talk about it. I know I would never have, have called it that previous to today, but now yeah. I look back, I've totally had imposter syndrome where it has stopped me from almost showing others that I am competent and that I am capable in a different setting yeah a hundred percent and I think that can also come in you know we're talking about public speaking because it's something that we have a big fear over um but it it could even be applying for jobs right so you're you know what you can do um and you're looking for a new job maybe it's you're going for a senior position, you think, oh God, I can't, looking at the job title, the job description, yeah, I think I can do that. I think I can do that. Um, But it's the job title that scares me or it's a massive salary or you're going for a massive salary job, right? And you think, God, am I worthy enough? I want this, like I want this amount of money, but am I worthy enough to get that? Am I worthy enough to apply for that? Or am I just, who am I kidding? to be able to go for that 50,000 pound job. Who am I kidding? It's just me. I, you know, I come from Ken. I'm, you know, working mom of two. Who am I kidding to be able to go for a bigger salary? I just shouldn't. It's, um, it is, I think we're all guilty of this, this self-doubt or feeling like an imposter when you're putting, because you're putting yourself out of your comfort zone. And I think that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm is we can call it whatever we want but putting yourself out of your comfort zone um is scary and that's where this self-doubt comes in you feeling like an imposter and even you might even sabotage some of these situations and think well it's just not going to happen for me it's never going to happen for me who Mm -hmm. who am I kidding who am I to start a YouTube channel Mm -hmm. who am who's going to watch me who am I kidding to think that um you know I'm worthy of this career rise or this pay rise or you know even asking for salary increase in your current job that's bloody scary as well I Mm. I am the worst or have been the worst at asking for a salary rise um but there's something I think it's uh I don't have the statistics but I was talking to a friend of mine a man actually he's kind of my um I would say he's my mentor in business, really. I go to him for anything. Anytime I'm having doubts and I call him and he's like, 
Claire, you're so funny. You know what you're doing. You know what you're worth. Why are you doubting this? He's like, this is such a woman thing to do. A man would never, would never doubt the money that he's worth. He would never doubt um, going in to, to his boss and going, hey, I did a great job the last six months. I, this is how much money I would like now, please. Mm. And, but there's something in women that is more ingrained in us, this fear um, of, of, I don't even know what it is, that we're just not good enough or we're not worthy. And it's crazy because we are, you know, we yeah. are incredible. Yeah, I do wonder, though, if that's because it's only really the last sort of 30 years that women have really started to get back in the workplace more. If mm. you think previous to that, you know, it was much more common for the woman to be the homemaker, to stay at home, you know, if she was working, to stop work when she had a family and put all, all her efforts into raising the children. So it's only really, I think, in, in recent decades that we've seen more women working their way up into equal jobs to men in the workplace so I do wonder if part of that is because it's still quite new in terms of the the working environment you know for women to be seen as equal as men and I think just women in general we tend to doubt ourselves a little bit more men I think men have traditionally been the breadwinner and that's changing now and you may even find that some women are the breadwinner in a relationship you know it's not it's not always a a set way round, and it's it's not about that anymore I don't think I'd like to think that you know the generations that are growing up today won't see it like that that everything hopefully will be equal and I I would like to see you know more women feeling less self-conscious less fearful of their future you know it's something that affects loads of people and and again going back to the research I found three women who in the public eye who have said that they suffer from imposter syndrome you've got Michelle Obama who says that she never stops questioning her own abilities Kate Winslet says that she worries that they've cast the wrong person when she films something and Emma Watson says that the more that she does the more inadequate she feels so I feel like in a way this is something that doesn't ever go away and if you're going to give yourself evidence to support that you will continue to believe it it's about accepting that praise as you said when you get it when you're when you're peers and friends and family tell you you're good at something something accept it embrace it and tell yourself I can do this and sometimes I think we do have to get into that state of fake it till you make it so to speak so even though you don't feel confident act confident and have conviction when you say things and you deliver something and or you go to an interview or whatever it is that you're feeling really kind of that imposter syndrome to kind of move yourself forward and, and think about all the strengths that you have Um, to do that and sort of leading on from that something I do quite a lot not necessarily in the work environment is self-sabotage so I'm one of these people that when I can feel myself making progress some way in my own personal life I seem to just do something stupid to stop myself from getting there so for me at the moment the thing that I seem to be self-sabotaging is in terms of my fitness and weight loss so I did really well last year in recent years I've lost quite a bit of weight as you know I've obviously spent a lot of time 
working on my fitness and my body. Um, and I just feel like the last couple of months I've let that slip a little bit. And I've tried to get back into it week on week since Christmas. And I will just do something silly, like binge in the evenings. I'll be good all day. And then all of a sudden I'll just go and blow my diet in the evenings because it's like somewhere in my head, I feel like I'm not worthy of that goal. I don't know what it is. It's something I need to work through because I don't want to continue going forward feeling that way. But self-sabotage, I think, is something else we do when we're, we've got a, something in mind that we want to achieve. But for some reason, we just keep stopping our, ourselves from getting there. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I I totally understand about the the diet and everything like that. And for me, particularly, if I've had so yesterday, I had a really stressful day, um, and I was just like, "Well, what's the point? What's the point? People are annoying me today. I'm overwhelmed. I'm just going to go grab some crisps." And I wasn't even hungry. I got to my desk. And I had a, a, I've got a vision board in front of my computer on my wall. And I just, I've got a picture of a skinny toned woman. And I was just like, oh. so in, it, this is so crazy, but I, I hid the, the packet of crisps behind my laptop. <laughs> I actually think they're still on my desk because, you know, but don't get me wrong the night before I had three glasses of wine sitting at my desk I was still working at 11 o'clock at night trying to clear the backlog of stuff because I'm so busy but you know there are elements of self-sabotage it's just how can you stop that so I have to mentally trick my brain to avoid certain foods so to put in the back of your crisps honestly I was like sat down I was about to open it I'm like no Claire because I've been on this fitness plan as well for six weeks so don't Try, like try not to so I just hid them from myself <laughs> um but there's lots you know there's uh, I've worked for the same client for 10 years and actually um it, it's been 10 years because I've been too afraid to leave honestly as well I went part-time three uh three Nick coming up three years ago I went part-time purely because I'm still clinging on it's like my safety net you know I know I can do the job like the back of my hand I've done it for so long I've built the business for this client but the fear I someone came to me and asked me to help recruit for a, um, a position and the salary was a hundred grand right um and they're like hey, why don't you just go why are you helping me find candidates why don't you just apply and I was like no one's gonna want to pay me a hundred grand like me and they're like but you should just okay just apply you have all of the skills just apply honestly I didn't apply and it was such, because I had a fear because of the salary. I had a fear that I couldn't do the job. The reality was I actually had two people. There was two recruiters that was talking to me about this role um, because they were both trying to fill the position. They both said to me, send me your CV. And I was like, no, 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 no. I, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just can't. It's ridiculous. Honestly, I probably could have got that job. But I was so afraid because the salary was so high that that who am I to send my CV? Mm. So I've missed out on that opportunity. Even if they said no, right? I, I now will never know if I would have even had the opportunity to have that position because I was too afraid of myself mm. when I had people tell me that I could do it. And yeah. it's, um, yeah, it is ourselves. And 
I think um, you could be right. It could be a long, you know, generational thing. I also, in my childhood, my mum used to try and bring me down a peg or two. And she used to tell me, don't forget where you came from. You're such a snob. Why? Uh, I remember I wanted, she bought a house, her and my dad bought a house in Florida. And this was when I was still married. This was years ago. And, and uh, the houses there were super cheap. She lived in this little estate, this little golfing community. Now, they were so cheap. And we had done quite well in business. And we said, well, maybe we could invest in a house in your street. And so we could just, the kids were really small. They weren't in school. We could come and stay like for a month at a time or whatever with you. And my mom's like, who do you think that you are that you can buy a house in Florida when I have waited 50 years for a, a holiday home? Um, who do you think that you are that you can come and do that? And I was like, oh, so I just thought it would be really nice to spend time together in the sunshine and you know, my arthritis was bad and everything. And so I just thought it's a great life experience. And honestly, it wasn't that much money um, in reality. Uh, not especially houses in the UK. Um, and it just, it made, I didn't do it because of, and that's one, that was a big example, but there's lots of small examples of uh, how she tried to knock me down. But there's this thing, there's something inside me that's like, that kicks back. You know, you're either one of those people that takes that criticism and it, it just builds this self-doubt that you have that makes it into this huge monster, right? Because people knock you down. It's not only your own fears, it's you might have somebody that tries to put you down. And my ex-husband used to do that. I don't know if you've listened to any of our other podcasts. My ex-husband used to do that a lot as well. Um, but I've come back fighting and I'm like, who are you to tell me that I'm not good enough? Watch me watch me do that watch me be skinny watch me buy the house of my dreams watch me have the career that I want don't tell me that I can't do it and I think that you almost need to turn that doubt and that that people telling you if you have that in your not everyone has that in their life I know Lisa you haven't you've been blessed with a lot of support as well but if you've had that in your life turn that around and be like who do you think you are to tell me that I'm not good enough? I'm the only person that can do that. Watch me achieve what you tell me that I can't. And I think that that for me has been a massive turning point. Watch me build my career now. Mm. Now you told me that I could have watched me buy the house that you told me I shouldn't buy because I'm going to watch me achieve these goals. And that for me has been kind of a, a turning point in how I view a lot of challenges or a lot of doubt. Um, I'm not saying I don't doubt because I've given examples where I do, but it, yeah. there's a fire in me now that if someone tells me I can't, specifically I can't do something, watch me. Mm. The thing is, you're right, I do have support now, but as, as a child, I felt like I took every criticism on board and I feel for mm. me it goes back a long time for why I have self-doubt and, and things. And it's, it's taken until now for that uh, switch to flick in my head to say what you just said Claire is that do you know what I'm my own person you either like me or you don't you know you can't like everybody we're all different we'd be boring if we were all the same so it is what it is yeah. and I'm not going to let that hold me back anymore um 
yeah I just feel like there was like a fear of failure but you don't know until you try and that's the thing and, yeah. and I'm very much of that mindset now is that I don't want to look back in 5 10 15 years whatever and regret not having done stuff because I just didn't believe in myself if you don't try you never know you could succeed you may fail but you learn from it like we spoke about in our other yeah. podcast about goal setting you know there's always something to be learned going forward and I just feel like it's something that you just have to tell yourself you just have to keep reaffirming it to yourself that you are capable and focus on your strengths and think about how far you have come but I do feel like there is a culture especially here in the UK where it's almost like not good to blow your own trumpet as well I feel like if someone goes, well, yeah. look at me, like we were saying, you know, earlier, you know, if you go, oh, look at this job I've got and look at this house that I've got and look at my amazing life. People are like, well, you're bragging, you're rubbing it in our faces. That's not a very nice thing to do. And I'm not saying that you would necessarily do that. But in terms of yourself, you know, what's wrong with saying, actually, I'm pretty good at my job, you know, and, mm. and it's like, like you said, you've achieved the house of your dreams because you've worked hard to achieve it. We haven't been given things on a plate. We've worked hard yeah. towards everything we have in our lives at the moment. And it hasn't always been easy. But the key is to just keep going and, and know that your strengths and believe in yourself. And, and I think the more confident you are and the kind of more upbeat you are in your life, the, the more people like that tend to be surrounded by you. You know, I mean, you mentioned about your mum. My mum, you know, has not put me down, bless her. She hasn't at all. But she's wanted me to be realistic and she's very much of the mindset. If I think of the worst that can happen, it could only be better than that. You know, so she's mm. kind of looks at it a different way and she, she'll prepare herself for the worst and then it can only be better. And I've lived like that until recently. And now I'm like, well, what's the best that can happen? Who cares yeah. about what's the worst? If it doesn't work out, then draw a line under it and move on. But what's the best that can happen? Because I feel like that in a mindset point of view is so much more beneficial to anybody. So uplifting and so inspiring. That kind of spurs you to go on as well. So um, I think I think like we've said, it is. it does appear to be more common in women than men. I'm sure there are men out there who have the same feelings of self-doubt you know self-sabotage and imposter syndrome I don't think anybody's immune to it to be fair I just feel like maybe it's it's more noticeable in the female community because of just the, the way things have been I think traditionally in the past and it's it's changing very much now so um yeah I mean I, I I just feel like I'm really excited about the future now and there's there's plenty of work for me to do on all these things that we've spoken about but the key is that they are a work in progress and and I'll get through it as as we all can we're all capable of getting through it you just gotta have that belief in yourself because no one else is going to root for you more than you do and if you believe that you're going to succeed in something you will succeed you know yeah, I agree. I think you need to be your own biggest cheerleader. Don't be afraid. I think women talk about it a lot more than men as well, which is probably why it's so, you know, we know less uh, where men are afraid because men don't talk about their emotions as much as women do. I think we lean on each other a, a lot more than men. Um, but I think just stick with it. Just, just be brave. 
be brave, put yourself out there. If it doesn't work out, whatever it is, if it doesn't, you know, if you don't get that job or you don't lose as much weight as you set out to do, you've done something, you've taken action, something is happening, something is changing and you're another step, you're a step forward. And everything in life is about moving forward, about building more momentum, about making yourself happier and healthier and being more in love with yourself. I think that's, God, we've all struggled over this whole lockdown year um, as it almost is. And I think now is the time to to stop doubting yourself. Get up, get up, put your face on. woman you might be a man listening but get up and put you know don't sit down in your tracks let's get going what do you want to achieve today what is your dreams and start going for it don't doubt yourself if it doesn't work it's just a lesson and a path that you took to lead you in a different direction life isn't a straight path you know it's a it's a, a wiggly line a zigzag it's a sky rocket it's all of those nothing is if you're on a straight path great that that might work for you but you know life is about experiences and life is about um taking chances and moving forwards to having the life that you want so don't be afraid that's the biggest thing for me just be brave in your decisions brave in your choices it is all about getting out of your comfort zone and and you know you will reap the benefits of doing that eventually you keep pushing and pushing and you can't go wrong ultimately you just keep going and it will work out you just got to have that faith and use you know that as a a driving force to to keep moving forward so yeah well said Claire okay well that brings us to the end of this week's episode um thank you so much for listening today I really appreciate you tuning in to listen to us Uh, We really value your feedback, so please do leave us a review. Um, If there's anything you'd like us to talk about, please put some questions in there and we'll we'll look at those over time. Again, if you've got your own examples of uh, self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, self-doubt, please feel free to share those with us because I believe that we're not alone when we talk about these things. I think there's a lot of people that actually this probably resonates with. And uh, we just, as Claire said, we don't, men don't talk about it. And I think even women, we don't always talk about it and share that with each other. So Thanks so much and we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.